It's the old Doctor Who show, episode number 24, The Rebos Operation. Go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. You couldn't control my mind before, and you certainly can't control it now. Would you like a jelly, Yes. The TARDIS, when working properly, is capable of many amazing things. Because the polarity of the neutron flow is that the TARDIS will be free of the force field. Well, the TARDIS is more than a machine. It's a divinity. It's like a person. Resulting reaction. Despite it. Are you ready? All right, welcome back to the old Doctor Who show, your classic Doctor Who review podcast. I am your host, Eric. And I'm your other host, Dan. And we are here to talk to you today about keys of time. But it's, it's a real that, key party we got going on here, guys. It is. It's where we're going to have intercourse uh, with each other's mates. <laughs> hey, guys. That, so that clean that, rating is out there. Are we still a clean rating sure. uh, podcast? Um, you used the yeah, medical so we're term, not gonna, We're not going to talk about swinging. We're not. Uh, until the end. Um, <laughs> After hours. So anyway, uh, what's happening, Dan? It's been a while. Uh, what is happening? Well, let's do uh, our now recurring segment of what the heck is happening with classic Doctor Who streaming. Yeah, bring us up to speed. And here's what's up to speed. Nothing. Yeah, there's no, Nothing. no news. Nothing at all. I don't... There hasn't There hasn't been any news that I've seen about like the streaming service just in general. Sometimes you see tech things like, oh, this is what we think is going to be happening. There's like been nothing about it. Because I didn't realize either, it's not just Doctor Who. Mm. It's everything. Which meant I went to watch uh, Alan Partridge again on oh. Hulu, which was one of the things that I was so happy about with Hulu, and all of that is gone too. So it's all BBC content is now. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming it's all, all BBC the stuff content. That was Doctor streaming. Who and uh, Alan Partridge, or uh, all the Steve Coogan I'm going to guess is all gone. Torchwood, et cetera, all that stuff is going right. to be wherever. Right. So it's probably the yes. As we did, you check the specters. They said a BBC streaming service is coming. But couldn't they have timed it better? Like, they're encouraging people to torrent and steal, and yes, because there's are. no... Well... I guess you can still buy it, but... They're encouraging me to buy it. I've, I've been doing it from... You've been uh, buying it, so they're making iTunes. money off of you. Yes. And Netflix is making money off of me because I'm doing the DVDs. Yeah. I mean... Speaking of DVDs, talk we- about... This is, like, uh, uh, one of the best transitions, I think, in the podcast business. I don't think anyone's done if better. If you're interested in buying a DVD, Dan, were you aware that you can go to the com? you mm. can click on our schedule button, mm-hmm. and next to every story that we're going to review, there is a link to buy the DVD that goes through Amazon, and we'll get a piece of the a little taste, as oh. they say. Yeah, they say like a taste. Usually when they're... Uh, some guy's got a bag of cocaine, and then he uh, <laughs> cuts it with a knife. My wife, and I have to give my wife credit for this, gets so mad at that because w- you cut into the bag to take, like, and then it's going to be spilling cocaine for the rest of the day when you try, like, the bad drug dealers are <laughs> putting their bag. Like, why not just carefully open it up, then taste it, and close it, and take, like, they're always cutting it with a knife, tasting it, and then doing that awful smile. Yeah. Wait, yeah. But they're not the cocaine doing it's getting everywhere. They're not doing not it in, like, practical. Ziploc bags, so it's really hard to make sure the seal's okay. Yeah. It's just like, come on, guys. Uh, so, yeah, that's These all guys police have care. to do is just follow the trail of uh, white white lady, as they say it, on the streets. Um, yeah. So, anyway, that's cocaine. What else, yeah, <laughs> what, what, what else do we have on our list of things to cover before we get to that? Oh, hey. How was uh, – uh, and I apologize in advance for not getting there. How was uh, – The New com- Companion. 
No. no. How was the comic? Comic Con yeah. was fine. I fine. got no. Okay, guys. Yeah, so don't bother ever okay. going because it's just fine. <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> um, it wasn't that I didn't do that great. Uh, I, I'm a straight up uh, honest person. I like to full transparency. Mm-hmm. It was fine. It was fine. I have done better shows as far as like how much stuff I sell. I didn't get anyone uh, asking for or mentioning the, sh- the podcast. And that, again, if you ever see me at a show and you mention it, I will give you some kind of discount or a free book or something. If you see him in the that. supermarket, uh, if you see the supermarket is off, you can't talk to me or make eye contact with me in the supermarket. <laughs> Anytime we're around food, that is totally inappropriate. <laughs> uh, this is a one time only for comic conventions. Gotcha. Sorry, well, guys. I was saying um, to you, I know there was a new and we'll be brief. Uh, well, we, Doctor Who companion announcement, which I hate. Not that I hate, and I, I don't hate the companion. I've Doctor not Who. seen it. I just hate the fact that we live in a world where that's how everything has to get announced, and we we have trailers for trailers. You know, like yes. enough with the preview uh, culture that we're in, where you have to know every detail about everything. I want to find out about the companion through the story. Yeah, like it just. And I understand that people are going to leak it. Somebody's going to find an IMDb page or some kind of casting, and they're going to release this is who the new companion is. In fact, I think they already to control it. I think they did maybe they already did. Maybe they already did. But I just hate. I hate all of it. I just like and uh, Twin Peaks. I love Twin Peaks, and like you're seeing people posting cast lists and Mm -hmm. everything. I don't want to know any of that. I think they even released some photos from the set or something. Yeah, I don't know. Too, yeah, too much of that. But I know you watched it. You so hate. I, I feel like you I'm were the like old the guy. ultimate spoiler hater, though. Like you really want to come into a new thing, want... completely fresh, not knowing a thing. Yeah, Whereas exactly. I can come into it and will have forgotten everything I already saw. So I'm like a newborn baby <laughs> like every, every time. Like every time. Every time is the new. first time. Um, yeah. So they announced the new companion. Um, they announced it with a trailer that is straight up just an entire two and a half minute scene. So there's no nothing else around it. It's just like here's a segment right. of a scene, and it's so yeah. It's and it's I, fine. I I I had cleared it with you. This is not like a short film introducing like a self contained beginning end. No short movie. It's like a scene from an upcoming episode that they just cut the whole scene out. Seemingly, yeah, because they're yeah. it's in the middle of something is happening. I'm not. I don't. I'm not going to be very. I'm going to be very vague because you don't want to know anything about it. But something is in the middle of happening, and yeah. this is I, a, a back and forth between these two. It's not like um, the short uh, episode, mini episodes we've been getting before the reboot shows, like the the ponds right. had their own thing, and you know before yeah. the war I doctor, was, all that stuff. No, I was this hoping is if it. Yeah, and if it had been something like that, I totally would have watched right, it. Right, you'd be on board because that's actually yeah. now part of the show. But this is part of the show before it happens. So what are your impressions? Uh, and we'll you know, be brief. I'm not or... excited. But, you know, this is me. I, I will hate it, and then I'll love it. But um, not, not excited because of uh, I the woman? Yes. Or just the banter, the writing, or, or just in, the whole thing? The banter was fine. I didn't particularly like her all that much. I mean, it's two and a half minutes. There's nothing yeah, I can really like get out judge. of it. Um, right. it was, she was actually kind of funny, and it's they're they're doing this kind of almost meta thing with her at, in this scene, seemingly. Like at, you'll see, but um, okay. it it so did get me super but, excited about it. So yeah, okay, whatever. You know. it's, it's also hard to be excited because there's not going to be anything until the Christmas episode. So that's the entire summer, fall, winter until yeah, we get to that. So. It's so far in advance. Like you're right, they had to release it just to be ahead right. of or to control a story about it. But it 
it does nothing for me because I want it now. Yeah, well, that being said, uh, let's talk about old episodes of Doctor Who, which we can control, uh, can such we? as the Rebos operation. Should we jump into that? Unless you have anything else? you have anything else no, you want to throw at me? Let's, let's get, into get into it. it. I want to talk about it. I like this. All right, it was a spoiler. Yeah. I guess I just spoiled what my opinion was. I will forget about it. Doctor, you have been chosen for a vitally important task. That's very flattering, sir. It concerns the key to time. You know of the key to time? Well, I've heard a few stories, you know, legends, myths, that sort of thing. It is no myth. Sorry, sir. The key to time is a perfect cube which maintains the equilibrium of time itself. It consists of six segments, and these segments are scattered and hidden throughout the cosmos. When they are assembled into the cube, they create a power which is too dangerous for any being to possess. Well hidden, then, I hope, sir. Hmm. There are times, Doctor, when the forces within the universe upset the balance to such an extent that it becomes necessary to stop everything. Stop everything? Uh, for a brief moment only. Ah. Until the balance is restored. Such a moment is rapidly approaching. These segments must be traced and returned to me before it is too late. Before the universe is plunged into eternal chaos. All right, it's the Rebos operation. This is the first story of the 16th season, 1978. We're finally out of 1977. Thank God. A mysterious figure known as the White Guardian sends the Doctor on a quest to recover the six segments of the key to time, Dan. Which happens Mm -hmm. to be a powerful artifact that can restore balance to the universe or destroy it. To aid in this quest, the Doctor is assigned a new companion, Ramana. Uh, she has a longer name, which I should have wrote down and I didn't, who, but happens to be a fellow Time Lord. Uh, the Doctor and Ramana trace the first segment to the planet Rebos, uh, which I pronounced Ribos for several years leading up to the <laughs> viewing of this episode, uh, mm-hmm. where they discover two grifters who are using it to try and swindle an exiled tyrant. This is written by Robert Holmes. Directed by George Spenton Foster of the George Spenton Fosters. And uh, that is a great episode. The New Haven Spenton. So what do you think, Dan? What did you think? I already blew it before, so I'm just going to tell everyone I liked it. Um, I like a lot of it. Actually, no. I like the episode as a whole. I'm so excited. Everyone, I say this all the time. I'm so it's excited your to have. It has continuity. Yeah. It has a, an overarching story. It's got. I, I'm excited about that. So the opening the, right away with the guardian was cool. I'm I'm psyched. Overall, good episode. Cool characters. Some weird stuff that didn't need to be in it. So that was strange. But I can talk about that well, later. Well, sticking with the guardian because um, I saw that and I'm like, oh, Dan's gonna love this because it's this whole yeah. thing. And I, and that you, yeah. it's such a weird surrealist thing where he's outside. The guardian's in a wicker chair. He looks like. Uh, the colonel from KFC is sitting down drinking like Ecto Cooler. He's got like some green, yep. and he had a bucket he's of chicken. Got a bucket next of chicken, him. and he's just chomping down. And it's weird. And and there's wind chimes playing in the background the whole time. The way they shot it too, like it's almost all in that long shot, which was mm-hmm. kind of you know I don't know because they didn't want to do any too many close ups on Tom Baker's face, which eventually we're going to oh, get. Oh boy! To, uh, which yeah. uh, my initial thing was, oh, he's got space herpes. Uh, 
<laughs> it's not the case. I don't know if you looked it up. Yeah, he had been attacked by a dog. Uh, with herpes. Yeah, that was the that was actually the uh, <laughs> twist ending. Um, but you know, if you're not, if you're not careful, if you don't protect yourself, you don't know you know what, nope. what you're going to end up with. He was asking for it. But that it, it it gave it like a an extra sort of weird element. The fact that it was always in that sort of long shot where you had the Tom Baker on you know screen right, and then the Guardian, this like weird white thing. And I'm still myself not quite sure who they are. They're not really yeah, so, Time Lords. They're sort of like good versus because they mention a Black Guardian. Um, but who are they? Right. And they have enough influence over the Doctor where he's like, um, nothing's going to happen happen to you if you don't do this, where the implication is nothing is going to happen. And he somehow controls yeah. reality where he could, you know, I don't know. It's weird. Do you do, do any research? I liked, I liked the introduction of it. Yeah, I did. I, uh, just because I, I was I was curious as well. But backing up, the fact that uh, so the doctor's in the TARDIS talking to K nine, who apparently little tangent here. This is K nine Mark two. So K nine Mark one, the original K nine left with Leela and is with her. And apparently, I guess the doctor built this new one in an episode we didn't see at the end of season fifteen. Oh, interesting. That's basically okay. Where I thought that they so, just modified K nine and that was the same K nine. So this is actually a separate. This is a separate canine. Um, apparently, in some novelizations and big finish radio shows, they uh, canine and Leela have adventures. And had a baby. So, and had a baby. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so they're inside the TARDIS. Right. Uh, the Doctor's planning a little getaway, romantic getaway with him mm-hmm. and canine Mark II. And the power goes out completely. The door opens, a flood of golden light. And we know from, or I know, from, the, from what's happened in... The classic series, but especially what's happened in the reboot series or the newer series, that nothing can get through the TARDIS. You can't. That's just you know, it's impenetrable. Right? Except that every time that the Doctor mentions it's impenetrable Something. because it's been penetrated. <laughs> so, uh, wow, this is not a clean no, episode. No, it's a sexy. So, episode, but that's fine. It really is. So, but that was really, really for me. It was super effective. It was like, oh, this is this is something huge that's happening, and the booming voice of God sort of feel to it. Right. And it, the set, the- um, and then and the Doctor says, like, you know, no one could do this except, and then he says, you know who it is, right? And, and the implication is the Doctor has an understanding of who these Guardians are. So and the world that the Guardians are- on also sort of looks like the Teletubby set. Did you get that? Like, I kept expecting to see a baby's head in the sun. Do you know what I'm talking about? I didn't, I didn't get that so much as a kind of a Tim Burton vibe, but yeah, okay. okay. I'll go Teletubbies. Teletubbies or Tim Burton. But uh, sticking with the, the white... now the He's white... actually doing the Teletubbies movie. Wait, what? that would be great. No. Why did you... That yeah, would be oh great. God. I would All totally right. watch that. Down. I was Sorry. like, oh, what am I wasting Sorry. my time with Doctor Who for? I gotta... So go to my uh, GoFundIt page. And make it happen. But it happen. what I had seen sort of reading about this episode, I guess the Black Guardian has returned... In the newer series, is this true? What? I think. I sh- um, no. no, we've never seen the Black Guardian again. I've never seen. No. All right, maybe I maybe I uh, hallucinate. Get out of here with your internet lies. So what I was doing with the, from, uh, from the research uh, at tardis.wikia.com, um, there are apparently six guardians that we'll we'll find out about. Um, two of them will appear in this series. Spoilers. So there's the White Guardian, who's the one that we met, Colonel Sanders, who is. Uh, you know, trying to keep the all of time and space in the balance of good. Uh, the Black Guardian is his counterpart and wants chaos and evil. You know, 
as you do. And then there's four other ones that seem to be minor things that come up later. And um, you are correct. I, don't know I did look the- it up. I was t- way off. Um, but The Black Guardian <laughs> does return again. It's just the episodes were not new series. It's more classic series. So we're going to see yes. them again in Terminus. I think we Terminus is on our list. Yeah. So I'm a failure. Uh, I think we're doing... At everything. Yeah, you are. Up. But we're doing this entire... We're going to do this We do this run. whole run. But then this is later of, on uh, with uh, Peter Davison. Oh, okay. Because I think we do see him in this as well. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, so hope, there's Guardians. So. Apparently they control everything. Um it's it's a strange thing. Like it definitely feels like in the classic series they're still they're making up the mythology as they go along, which is fair because they are, it's their universe. But it just seems so strange to like these ultimate beings. I don't know. It just it just yeah. I'm okay. I think it, it's it should be pretty interesting. Yeah, I, 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 just, I was like hundred uh, percent down on that. And I like the whole yeah, idea like, that the key of time is made of six segments and you have to go and explore and find them. And it feels a little bit like um in Marvel, they have like the Infinity Stones, and there's six stones, and it was I just. It also feels like a video game fetch quest. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it is. Yeah, and it, which that's is fine. Common trope I'm, I'm down for in, it. You know, in these kind of things. Yeah. But uh, so anyway, so we have we basically have him and that whole thing. And they explain the backstory. I don't know if you saw this is an episode written by Robert Holmes. However, Robert mm-hmm. Holmes did not write this this beginning part. That the oh. yeah the and I it kind of felt a little like off like the dialogue it just felt a little rough and I didn't know if that was when I was watching it if it was just because it's always in the long shot or what but then I had heard mm-hmm. or had read that Robert Holmes actually didn't write this piece but it was written by and I have it here Anthony Reed and Graham Williams I guess wrote okay. that scene as far as the concept and, I'm sure Robert Holmes was the one that came up with the the White Guardian Black Guardian piece but. Perhaps. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how it worked back then, but that would be more of like a showrunner type producer type thing to have the overall story arc instead of maybe the writer. I'm wondering, do you know, did this segment, was it written before? Oh, I don't know what time it was written. But I think Robert Holmes came up with this, uh, as far as I know, came up with this whole thing. And the Black Guardian and the White Guardian, so, you know. Yeah, okay. uh, what, What is the word I'm looking for? Don't know. I Good don't thing know. I put words together for fun uh, whenever yeah. I can. Um, so, so then, what, what else? Where's the, the guardian puts him on this quest. He has to go find the six pieces of the of the right. key of time, which which is used to balance the universe. Yeah, that so whole thing is is it out of balance now? What's why he does says it like, and there's certain points in time when it becomes out of balance. They don't yes. really explain why or like, you know, but happens but at this, means. he says at this, you know, this is the time when that such thing is happening. So therefore he's got to collect all of the pieces. And at the same time, the Black Guardian is collecting all the, pe- wants to collect all the pieces because the Black Guardian is going to tilt it towards evil and the White Guardian, yeah. we are assuming, is either going to keep it in balance or tip it towards good or, or whatever. It's kind of very vague and weird, and they talk about how you can use it for a weapon. And for some reason, these things disguise themselves as something, so that or they were disguised by and, and it someone? picks like the rarest, most valuable element in the universe. Just, that was like, weird. That's the part people are going to look for. Like that, yeah. it's not just one speck of sand on a beach. Yeah, it could just like, be that, an old. Rock. No one would ever yeah, find the, it. Then an old sneaker hanging from a uh, you know power line. Well, the good thing is the guardians are listening to this, so they're gonna right. Uh, so anyway, the, the, the part of this whole deal uh, is that he get, has to get a new companion, and we meet Ramana uh, as he goes back into yep. the TARDIS. Somehow she is a, he teleports. Ramana Vora Atralindar. She just pops up mm-hmm. in the TARDIS while he's talking. She's 
sort of the opposite, polar opposite, I think, of Leela. You know, we have her, like, five minutes just combing her hair. There's that one scene where she's just sitting and combing her hair. Uh, you're getting arrested. You shouldn't have brought up that Guardian stuff. I, I set the house on fire. Just because I want the show right. to wrap up quickly. So we have a time. But I like here. the fact that she is fresh out of school and, you know, she doesn't have any street She's street a mere 140-something and... years old. Yeah, and we find out how old the doctor is again. She mentions him being 759, she, well, I think, or, or 700. And he says 756. Right. And we don't know if he's just wrong or she, maybe she says he lost track of time. Now, um, one th- so but yep. Romana, she she got recruited by the High Lord President of the Supreme Council to be his companion to help find the keys of time. When I was reading, it was uh, it was indicated that that was actually the Guardian uh, impersonating the time oh. the the Chief Lord President to to put her there, which makes sense because why would the if the Guardian talked to the council and had them put her on them, why not just have... Anyway, it makes sense. So so she just appears in the TARDIS. I guess that's a function of the Guardian. Just like, boom, there she is. Now, did um, you see th- did, that she was, it wasn't supposed to be a Romana either? Romana was created after uh, Elizabeth Sladen passed. So this was going to be a Sarah Jane. I would That would have been amazing. But they had asked her... And she said no. Elizabeth Sladen said no. And therefore they... Oh, passed on coming, yeah, yeah. So, on coming back to yes. do the episode. So it would have been uh, Tom Baker and Sarah... Or the Doctor and Sarah that Jane. That would have been so good. Doing this. Are you kidding yeah. me? That would have been amazing. Was, was that? Wait, Although so... I like her. So they were going to actually bring her back or this... They were going to bring her back. written in a time when she was... Yeah, I think it was, yeah, was okay. going to... And okay. then they created this character... Oh, man. You know, Ramana. Okay, that, and that's fine. I mean, Romana is actually kind of interesting. She is the opposite of Leela, but she's also kind of the opposite of the Doctor. She's uh, fresh out of the Academy. She, you know, succeeded very well, so she's very much an academic there, where the Doctor is definitely more of an um, intuitive, crafty sort of guy. Um, and it seemed like they actually kind of drew the drew the uh, starker contrast between them it seemed to, to me that the doctor was a little bit more bumbling in this episode than he has been in other instances where you know he's saying you know <clears throat> you have to be 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 aware expect the unexpected and then turns around and gets caught in a trap uh, a net trap like it's just these little moments where they're trying to draw that distinction between them um but yeah she's she's definitely interesting yes Wow, these are some insightful thoughts. Well, that's that's how we break it down and we get to the truth. We just, like, cut Mm -hmm. through the nonsense and before we can start talking about that worst sleeping dinosaur that I've ever seen. So, yeah, so so to get to the point, so we land on this, uh, or they detect the, you know, she's got this wand, right? And the wand can detect where the pieces are. At the same time, it can convert the piece from its, um, you know, hidden Hidden shape shape into the proper shape, whatever. They right. find it in two different locations. They find it in one system, and then it jumps to the other system. Right. The final system it happens to be this planet of uh, uh, Rebos, which is mm-hmm. it's almost like an ice planet. Although I think later they talk about it also being warm, so it's got sort of like I think two it's just seasons. Winter. It's basically just winter. no, but I think they mention it also having like a summer phase, so it's like winter all the time because right. they right. mention. Uh, snow gods and fire gods or you know it's a very primitive civilization uh it's not like caveman primitive but you know it's sort of the the dark middle ages ages, superstitious exactly so you have you are introduced right away to these two characters which i thought were great like um robert holmes says the two con uh, men yeah the two con men 
Robert Holmes has yeah. like a really good way of writing these two kind of you know team characters. You saw that with um, the talents of Wang Chiang too, with 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 that crew. Yeah, um, yeah. So they work re- well together. You've got like the uh, I'm going to forget their names here, but the uh, the main gr- uh, guys, Garen or Garrett, yep. Garen, and yeah, Garen. and then Unstoff, which is like the world's yep. tallest sixth grader. Like that guy just looked like <laughs> was a child uh, that had been transformed into a man uh, with that yep. hair. Well, he has a very honest face. He's got an honest face, and they're you know they're going to rip off. It's a very um. Does it not feel like a very Shakespearean sort of pairing, the two of them? Sure. Like, the name alone, like, Unstaff right. feels, like, very Shakespearean. But just, like, that that kind of, uh, the, the pairing of the older guy, the younger guy, the, the the fact that they're thieves. I don't know. It just felt very Shakespearean to me. I think a lot of this episode yeah. kind of read that way. Um, I mean, later you get the the heretic um, guy who's become right. homeless and ends now, up helping Now, I thought he later. was going to be the Black Guardian. Like I was waiting for like a oh. like he had ta- when he took you waiting for a twist. when he took him into the catacombs I was like oh he's gonna turn out he's the black guardian but he wasn't he's just a guy who thought stars were the sun and they ruined his teeth uh, because of it <laughs> uh, so that poor guy but yeah no I totally get that vibe that you you mentioned with that yeah being like a Shakespearean type take it's very interesting too that there's very little in the way of sets I mean that it, you sort of have a castle but you only ever are really on the roof of it and in that. Uh, jewel chamber where they keep the crown jewels and aside mm-hmm. from that it's the catacombs i don't think you rarely ever see much of the rest of the castle other than the hallway yeah, you have the outdoor you have the outdoor above the yeah the roof crown jewels you have the the where the tardis lands you have the crown jewel room and the catacombs right the room outside it and the catacomb yeah, yeah you're right like, oh yeah and it's right. very strange too that civilization because you have the guards but they're also like religious leaders too, or at least there's there's sort of a religion going on. They're lighting the candles and they're doing sort of prayers or weird things with their their jewels. Like who's wearing those jewels? Is there a king? Is there a royalty? Yeah. They're sort of you know you don't see anyone other than that's never yeah never mentioned that, that, sh- or, that yeah, shiv so. captor shiv captain or I forget what the the guy's called. I looked it up. It said shreve captain shreve. Let's spend all day just saying the name of it. It was the it was basically the guy that puts the money in the in the city. He's the only guy that really has lines that's from that planet. Right. You know what I'm talking about? I don't, I don't know think they ever Yes, I know who you're talking Peter. about. Uh, so you've got Peter, yep. you've got his crew, that that seeker lady, who I thought was really cool. The clairvoyant did lady. You? I did. Like I like all the, the screaming clairvoyant. The creepy clairvoyant. She's like all into birds and stuff and she's got makeup on her face and she's finding people. I love all that stuff. Like I wanted her eyes to roll back in her head and she's gonna locate someone for you. Yep. Where are my keys? Yeah. Ah! Like I prefer her sort me. of to the uh homeless dude, Binro. He was a little I thought he was a little little much. Well that was I said earlier that there were some parts that could have been yeah. cut. He didn't need to be in this. Like at all? No, I guess it was just showing, you know, a science, a, a future scientist. Yeah, and, and, I mean, and had, getting that someone telling him he's right and how much that meant to him. Right, that was sort they, of nice. it made him into like a Galileo sort of thing, and and that that's fine. But it didn't really have anything to do with anything. No, I don't know that 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 could have just been cut entirely. Like we could have lost an entire right. episode, and it would have been. Okay. I do like the fact that. Uh, Edit, edit, edit. Yeah, there could have been a lot of edits. I agree. Um, but just sticking with the whole con thing, I like the fact that the guy cons by selling planets, which seems yeah. like pretty elaborate. And the you know, but it's working. Ballsy, yeah, it's pretty ballsy. And that whole thing was sort of strange too, right? Because you have the mineral report, 
that said, you know, all the minerals on there. There's Jethric there. And the guy's freaking out. But then it says the rights to the Jethric are still owned by the company that owns the planet that's going to sell it to him. Well, there is right, right. No, I understand that that he made he made the whole thing up. But the the the, um, the exiled tyrant dude. uh, He had two names, Graf. Some we'll just call him Graf. Well, his plan oh, is just to steal the Jethric as fast as he could and get off there before, like, if he's thinking another company owns this as many as many other systems and it's so valuable. I was like, why did they add? Yeah, I don't know. Why what did they ultimate. add that other element of a company? Like, you didn't need that extra detail to the plot. He could have just sold in the planet and made it appear that Jethric was there by just having a big slab of Jethric, and he would have said, "There's Jethric here. There's probably Jethric everywhere," and then bought the planet. I don't think that any of the – I don't think he ever actually – the con men, I don't think ever intended to go through the entire sale. All they wanted was that deposit. No, I know, but I'm saying like why introduce that piece of fake evidence that had the mineral report saying that because it, it would give them time to get company. away. It, I think I thought it was just to entice him to actually want to buy the planet. Yeah, for I got that. I just price. felt like, and then no, I know it was overcomplicating the right. So why, you know, was it, was he just going to set up a mining operation and hope to God the people that actually own it don't show back up? Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, because part of yeah. the deal was you weren't allowed to mine, said that they would retain the rights right. to mining. It was just, it was very yeah, strange. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm not. I'm not entirely clear. Yeah, what and was that dinosaur dog, I, guard dog. What was? Come on. So at first, though, okay. So when the uh, when Garon and and uh, Unstaff, Unstaff, that's yeah. not it. Was that right? I think. Uh, so when you first see them, and, and Unstaff's going to go in and and you think steal the jewels, but instead actually plant the Jethric, we he throws down the the meat to sedate the yeah. the, the creature. When you see that for the first time, you only see like a little bit of its profile and like the face a little bit, and it actually looked pretty cool. I actually wrote my notes. It's like, right. oh man, that's actually it's a when really you see good it running. Uh, and then when you see, it's clearly just a guy on his hands and <laughs> knees in a, the one of the worst costumes. Really, <laughs> really bad. bad. And and it's roaring. So they have the roaring sound effect of this of this horrifying beast, and you see it opening and closing its mouth, and you could just hear it kind of. Yeah. The flopping guys, together. Yeah, the guys, like, help me. Roar. Help me. I, I'm flop, not getting paid flop. enough for this. Yeah. I don't think it was paid. So, yeah, that was... that. Was yeah, and then best. you end up, you know, with... Uh, I know you mentioned that there was, like, too many things or things that could get cut, but it felt like it moved pretty quickly because before you know it... It did. Uh, they're in the catacombs, right? So the... Um, yeah. uh, what's his name? What's the... Uh, Shrit and uh, the bad dude. Should, oh, uh, uh, Graf Indicate. So Graf figures out that that his room is bugged. That he's immediately suspicious that uh, something's going on. He ends yeah. up capturing the doctor and uh, Romana and uh, thinking that he's yeah, and that Garin, accomplices. Right. And and yeah. Unstaff, the honest face, world's tallest sixth grader, or whatever. He gets away with mm-hmm. the Jethric and he hides in the catacombs. And before we know it, we're in the catacombs. They're searching for him in the catacombs. Everybody's killed, right. and again, just like you know, Shakespearean, where they they're all there's a prophecy that only one of you will get out. That part was kind of cool too. The um, yeah the prophecy yeah. bit. He, well, he's gonna only one of you is gonna get out. So then then the graph tries to actually make the prophecy come right, true killing. by killing everyone except him and and the last guard. Can, can we just pause the on that for a minute? So yeah, so the graph says the only one will survive. Kill, kill, kill. You're my last guard. Um, I'm going to give you an honorable uh, chance to have an honorable death. So he gives him some thermite to to kill yeah. himself. Weird. 
Um, does the old switcheroo. The graph goes off looking for his. Well, the first, uh, the graph goes off crazy. Crazy. <laughs> just, uh, yeah. Crazy. Shalak to me. Then talking about old wars. And it was crazy eyes going on there. And then he explodes. It was the doctor doing the switcheroo. Right. The doctor straight up murdered him. Oh, he him. did. Yeah. He's got no problem. I think we've. He, no, he does, though. Okay. I feel so like then the only, the about only line time. the doctor has. Yeah. The only line the doctor has is no guns. I will poison you. I will explode you. I will strangle you with my bare hands, but yeah, no he, guns. He, that guy dies. I don't. That's He's weird. a terrible that's, guy. I mean, um, but speaking. <laughs> the doctor or the graph? Both of them. Uh, no, no. Okay. Uh, the doctor's uh, the best. Uh, so yeah. w- well, since we're already at the end, and I think we've, we're kind yeah. of all over the place, and that's fine. The, mm-hmm. uh, dude, why can't I have, I'm having so much trouble with these names. The Shreve Captain. And his yes. crew, they blow up the yes. entrance to the catacombs, supposedly sealing everyone inside. I got that right. Yeah. Then also yeah. they get out. How do they get out? How does the doctor and everyone get out? They just cut and they're at the TARDIS and everything's fine. So my assumption, there's there's two. They mention maybe another exit, but you don't find it. Yeah. Right. So that's that's why that's why. Um, what's his name? Ribos. Ribos is God, the name the of the planet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the planet says to, he says to the guy, he says, no, the so uh, the heretic, uh, yeah, uh, Binro, Binro. See, I don't know why I, I know, can't I'm, understand I'm these having... very common names. So Steve and Peter end up going down to the catacombs, uh, and because he says, yeah, there's got to be a way out because these these creatures obviously hunt, so there's a way out. The other is canine has a rock melter, yeah, that's true, as part of his nose cannon. So. I mean, I, I guess. Right. By the way, Romana, Romana trying to free Garen from behind that collapsed yeah. rock when she pushes on it, like basically with her pinky <laughs> fingers. Like, oh, it's just too hard. It's, Let's talk I about can't. Romana too. There is a very weird scene when they're in the catacombs, and all three of them like are lying. There's oh, like a weird. weird Romana sandwich with like they're, the, they're, all yeah, they're all on top of each other, and the other guy's hands are going around. It was very strange. I was like, there's probably other places. Where you guys can all have your own spot, but they're all they could. What you don't see if you pull if the camera pulled back, there was plenty yeah. of room everywhere. But they decided like sky, to the Skyrim-looking like uh, tombs that they were in. But yeah, I thought that was very strange. Yeah. Um, so what, what else we oh, got? So, well, there were, there were a couple things. So really small things, but what else we got? So I'm kind of done with the doctor hypnotizing people. Yeah, I like the, yeah, that happened. The psychic paper is a good uh, to way to. Now. To do that quickly yeah. and not have to pull out a friggin' pocket watch. Uh, gold watch yeah. every time. So I'm cannot wait till that's over in this series. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, in the beginning, I just thought this was ironic and probably, hopefully, intentional. But when they're Romana and the Doctor have been introduced, they're in the TARDIS still. He says something along the lines uh, regarding the uh, the core, um, that little divining rod stick. Yeah. Uh, she says, never touch, never trust gimmicky gadgets at the beginning. And then throughout the entire episode, it's nothing but the communicator, the eavesdropping bug, the core itself. Right, they're using nothing but okay. gadgets. I just thought it was interesting. Did anyone No sonic screwdriver in this episode at all. Yes, was there? there was. Did use it? Yes, and Romana was duly impressed by it. Um, that was how they got into the crown jewel room. Oh, you're right. You're right. So he he opened it with that. She was like, "Oh, yeah. that's that's pretty cool." So yeah, that's another gadget. And then he was trying to use it to get into the cabinet that was that held the crown jewels, but it had some multi interleave something or other right. that 
made it hard for him to get through. So, so yeah, there was yeah. Absolutely. So by the conclusion, everyone um, is killed that had gone into the catacombs except for our heroes and the con men, uh, yep. who we assume get get the ship of the exiled tyrant. So they're off on their own adventures. So you know, I don't know if right. we see them again, but we could. And then they go home. Yeah. One thing about canine, but they do a little switcheroo there as well, yeah. which is kind of cute. One thing about canine, he sort of yeah. is like you. You forget he, or I did. You forget he's even in the story, and all the, the abilities that he has. And all of a sudden, mm. like at the end, when they could have used him like three times before, he just comes rolling by and just like you know, zaps yeah. got bad guys or like they should be rolling around with him the whole time. They should be carrying him, or <laughs> the thing be that he carrying shoots with. him. Like a little baby, like with one of those pouches and just giving him what I, he needs. A little yeah, Bjorn. A little Bjorn. A little Bjorn on the front. A little uh-huh. Bjorn. Uh, it's either that or, or just hold him like a freaking weapon that he is. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's very powerful. He's Whenever throughout. he uses that, like you're, you mentioned destroying rocks, and like he could, he could pretty much just roll him through. I actually, yeah. I mean, I forgot he was in it, and I think it's like the third episode he just is in the catacombs. Right, I mean, they set it up with the dog whistle in the beginning, right. and then bringing him back. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's definitely one of those like convenient story yeah. things. It's like they so. almost don't want to have him, but they're just keeping him on because the kids. Well, apparently they weren't going to actually bring Canine back. That season fifteen was going to be the last because the with prop Canine. was so hard to, go to off use. Of Leela. The prop was was notoriously uh, breaking down and difficult to shoot with, um, but it was, it was a very popular character with the kids right. because this ha- the show has such broad appeal. So they. Uh, rigged up a new version and was supposed to be much more reliable. Cool. So, anything? Do you have anything to add to the Rebos operation? I think we covered. No, I think this is really cool. I mean, it, right? It ends with the doctor saying, uh, "One down, five to go." So we're we're part of the way through the fetch quest already, which is yeah. Cool. And they convert it, and it um, turns into sort of like a, you know cool looking piece for well, lo- piece of lucite, lucite for a not lucite. Eh, what's that glass? Called? No acrylic. Uh, it's the 70s, yeah, dude. I don't it's know. acrylic. But anyway, um, yeah, what do you got? You got anything else? Uh, Ramana, thumbs up so far. It's cool. So far, yeah. Interesting. She's, it's I mean, got to grow. The, I mean, the it's like that... one, the first episode, so there's still, it just, they haven't quite gelled, although they did not, she doesn't like she stands out as being a bad thing, but I think well, that, like, over No, time, I think that they're definitely trying to play up the differences and make it more of a contentious yeah. relationship from the outset than you typically do with a companion, but it wasn't his choice of companion, so that's to be expected. Yeah, no, I think she's. I think she'll be very interesting. I wanted to brush her hair entire, like, yeah, for an entire just episode. Get yourself just a Ramana doll. Luscious. Just, just luscious. Brush your hair. Yeah. All right, so what? Uh, that's it. Right, cool. we done. Good episode. We both liked it. Well, we have. Yeah, I'm done with this episode. I think we give it two thumbs. Do we do that? No, no we just okay. change it. Every so time. we do, however, have a thumbs up in the form of an iTunes yes, review. If you are a fan of this show, uh, yes, please share share it with people. Uh, one, share your love. One of the, another way that you can promote the show: uh, subscribe to it, download the episodes, and as Dan's about to say, you can review the episode on iTunes, and that helps us a great deal. Uh, and we do have someone that did it. So, Dan, why don't you read that, oh, read that to us? Okay, let me pull this up. For some reason, and I know this is this is a sore point for Eric, we have uh, several reviews that show up in the iTunes yeah, but app. they don't make it to the website. Um, but they don't make it to the website. What's important is they are in the app because it does increase our visibility so we can get more people listening to our blathering, which is great. So this is um, a review by 
Stunt Biker Pro Not. Uh, the title is The Ultimate Classic Who Podcast. Five stars. Thank you, Stunt Biker Tim Not. Tim B. Yeah. Tim B. It says at the end. I was saving uh, that up. Blew the, um, blew the... He says, always a great time with these guys. Thank you, Tim B. Whether you're new to Classic Who or spent the 80s, uh, 70s, 80s, and 90s watching it, like I unfortunately did that. I'm interested in hearing more about, Tim. Please write in and tell us more about this. Why you say unfortunately. This is the classic Who show for you. Enjoy it, Tim B. Yeah. So everyone be more I like I can understand. Tim I mean, the 90s were probably a lean time for, for the Doctor Who, other than the movie, which we have to watch. So, Tim, if you want to tell us some more, you should go to the old yeah, Show.com and drop us a line. But that, that's really that's cool. That's awesome that you did that. Um, and, and you can also send us... The old Doctor Who show at gmail.com if you prefer straight email to communicate with us. Yep. We have a Facebook page, which we mentioned. So we do. please like that because we're always going to. We're going to start, uh, as, we've, as we've done, we've only had this up for a few weeks, but we're going to uh, post stuff between and before our new episodes. So you guys have a little taste of what's coming up. And then we'll try to make that more interesting with uh, additional And anything stuff you post on there. on there, we will read or answer here. So if you have a question yeah. about an episode we're about to review or one we have reviewed, Feel free to uh, comment there. If you're not into iTunes uh, and you're using Google Play, or the is that what it's called? The Google Play. Yep. We're we're now yep. on the Google Podcast app, which I'm looking at it on their website now at the at play.google.com. I don't even see any podcasts no? here at all. They have apps, music, TV. Uh, yeah, so I it may or may not have really launched yet. I think it's actually rolling out to the Android app first in waves and then it'll get updated elsewhere if you are yeah, yeah, interested i know i did post a link to it from our facebook page so yeah. oh, actually you're right because i just clicked the link that i had posted that did work and now it's gone yeah all right google so i think they're still with some of this stuff they gotta to like roll out there stick with uh, products and and make them work instead of just starting one every a new one every couple months sorry google but it's true you gotta just stick with something and, and get it, it get fine. it going, you know? All right, so that's uh, that's it, right? Do we have anything else that we want to add? I'm on... That's it, I'm folks. on the internet what do we at have? ericgrissom.com. You are on Twitter at... Uh, on Twitter at DanJNJ. And I did start using... Um, I know I've talked at length here about how much I get given up on Twitter. No, I don't use Twitter. But I've, I've been using back. it again. Just writing down things. And, and then, you know, it's fun. Yeah. Next, we have uh, the Pirate Planet arc. That is going to be going up on May 25th of 2016, in case you're listening to this from the past or the future. Yeah, and... and um, so if you want to check that out, we have their, our affiliate link there, um, so you can buy it if you want to. Um, I am going to definitely be buying all of these uh, entire arc because I like continuity. Now, when you so. bought it, you bought it individually, yeah. so you only bought the one episode before we started recording, I talked about how there's a DVD set you can get for like 60 bucks. You get all of them. Do they have a digital yeah. bundle of all of them? So I'm buying them from Apple, right? the iTunes yeah. store on my Apple TV. It gives me individual stories. So this was a four-episode okay. So they don't bundle. have a so bundle. You can buy the four together. It didn't seem like it. They do weird they do. bundles on yeah. iTunes where it's like the best of this right. doctor or, like or the, yeah. you know. I'm surprised not, they don't. It's not you great know, in that way. They don't just do that. What is nice, though, I notice on the Apple TV, at least on the, the newer Apple TV, when you go to look at these seasons, 
if you scroll through it, they're in order, and you see like little thumbnails of each of the individual stories. So that's that's kind of cool. So it was you know Bribus Operation followed by Pirate Planet followed by Stones of Blood. So that's kind of yeah. cool because we can see where we're going, and they're all there. So and one note about uh, Pirate Planet that is written by Douglas Adams. I'm even more excited right now. That's awesome. Dirk Gently, actually. I like Dirk Gently much better than... Uh, That's a show now? Is that going to be a show or something? Is it? I don't know I if know it is. I it's a comic the, book, but the, I think that they're doing... Well, no, it was a book It was a book to begin with. Yeah, it was yeah. a novel. A but I know that they yeah, yeah. did like a comic book of it. IDW did it. I think it's going to be either a movie or a TV series now. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, I, I just find that... I love Hitchhiker's Guide. It's fantastic, but... This is a lesser-known one yeah, compared to On the to BBC. But um, and I just think it's so It cool. is uh, Dirk Gently on the BBC. I just looked it up. I think it started already. Or it's starting in July. What? This July. It's airing last in July. Last July. I'm like, it's airing in last July. Do you watch how my brain works? I'm like, Thursday, July 9th, <laughs> 2015. That's last year. So I guess it's already <laughs> a thing that's happened. So if you have watched Dirk Gently... And it looks like it's the guy from Spy is in it, who I love. The guy from who, Spy. Did you ever see that Spy? It was a BBC show about oh. uh, an MIA, MIA agent. I think he was like a was an unemployed dude, and he goes to get a job, and he ends up becoming a spy by accident. It's very funny. That happened. The guy was he was in Saxondale, and uh, I should know. It wasn't the wrong man's, right? Okay, you think Spy. No, Spy, S-P-Y, not the movie uh, that came out. Is it London Spy? No, just Spy. I'm glad we're working Is this it out. Spy with a Y? Okay, I'm sorry, Spy guys. with a uh, Y. Yeah, Spy, great. 2011 TV series, British comedy. Gotcha. I see it. It is starring Darren Boyd. That's the guy and I think I'm will, thinking of. He, and he will be doing uh, So Dirk if you haven't seen the show Spy, it's great. Uh, you should watch it. I don't know how because now you can't really. You should listen to our uh, podcast <laughs> review of Spy. But anyway, Darren Boyd is also in Dirt Gently. And oh, he is so uh, Douglas Adams is the point uh, <laughs> of the pirate planet. Boy, that went off the rails. Okay, guys, uh, anything else that you want to? Uh, let's just keep slide down any other tangents. Clicking on stuff and uh, just start reading whatever <laughs> hey, I Eric, see. Would you uh, read just the internet? Start to me? clicking. And actually, the guy that is in <laughs> the guy that is in Dirk Gently <laughs> was also from the show episodes, I believe, on Showtime. Oh, that's a good show. There you go. So uh, that's it. So we'll see you again in three weeks for Pirate Planet. Please share. Tell your friends. Tell, tell your, your family. Friends. We're, we're, we're making progress here. We've got six reviews. We are, really. Now. We're up to eight because you can do a review without writing a review. Uh, yep. So we're on our way. And we do, uh, yeah, our listenership is growing. So the more of you, the better. Yep. And if you want to support the show, buy a DVD, buy it through the... Uh, Thing and we can actually hopefully use that really money. Want to support the we show. can use that money to buy the digital copies of it, but they would have to be through Amazon. So you might not be happy about that. Nah, no worries. But what you can really do if you want to support the show is uh, comment on our Facebook, comment on uh, on iTunes, uh, send us an email at the old Doctor Who Show at gmail.com. That's the best way to make us the happiest. All, All right. right, I'll see you later. Thanks, everybody. Bye, everyone. I'm ready to go to bed now. I'm, I'm so, so tired. tired. I just don't feel so well. I, I was my energy was so off. Your energy was awesome. I'm still recording this.
todo. 